Hey everyone, first of all, the whole Big Data Club team would like to welcome you to the first podcast produced by the 2021 cohort. We hope you'll enjoy it as much as we enjoyed producing it. For this first podcast, we decided to use a format developed by previous year's cohorts called Big Data Month. For those of you joining us for the first time, in Big Data Month, we will discuss news articles related to data. In this first podcast, we'll discuss a couple of articles as well as a video. You'll be able to find them linked to this podcast if you want to check them out. And now, without further ado, I'll let you listen to what we prepared for you and hope you'll enjoy it. So hi, everyone. Welcome. Uh, this is uh, the first podcast uh, from the Big Data Club podcast team for this year. Uh, in a few minutes, I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves. Um, we're just happy to, to host you and uh, to have you here. So basically, I'm Tristan. I'm going to let now the team introduce themselves. Uh, hi, I'm Emma. I'm the other podcast manager. Um, to, we are going to describe ourselves in three words, each uh, person. So it can be very short and very concise. So to begin with me, I'm Emma. My three words are uh, business. Uh, Asia, Japan especially, and maybe technology. Hello everyone, my name is Roy, I'm from Hong Kong. Um, I've been working for quite some years before I joined ESCP. Uh, as a, uh, I work as a product designer, so uh, nice meeting you all. So as I said, uh, I'm Tristan. I have a background in finance, so that would be one of my uh, three words. I have also kind of a specialty in blockchain and uh, topics related to cryptocurrencies. So basically, yeah, that's the three words. Okay, I'm Yuen, and my three words is uh, I'm from Taiwan, and I majored in English when I was in bachelor, and I do marketing after graduation. Cool. So I'm Jan, and my three words are business, banking, and applications. So I used to uh work on a lot of banking apps so <laughs> well, i thought when you're seeing application you're good at playing apps oh yeah that's just like games and <laughs> uh, i appreciate <laughs> that i appreciate that impressive hi i'm chloe i'm from france and my three words would be uh econometrics um arts and Experimental cooking, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> we love cooking, right? Um, so to introduce the podcast of the day, uh, we have decided to begin with um, uh, a podcast that has been done the last year, uh, which is talking about news. So we have chosen two news today to introduce to you and to, and we're going to talk about that during the 20 minutes we're going to spend together. Are you all happy? Yeah, awesome. let's go. Awesome, great. Awesome. Do you want to introduce the Twitch news because you sure familiar with it? Oh yeah, I um I learned this news uh, quite some time ago this morning. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, actually, um, be more preparing like having the news. Um, uh, so the first news that we're going to talk about is a company called Twitch. 
Um, so I, I, I'm I'm not sure you guys are familiar with the company Twitch. It's actually an online gaming streaming company. Um, our, our people can stream the video, our gaming video online, and people from all the audience they can they can like they can pay and give monies um, as the encouragement. Uh, this company is the I think it's the most popular gaming streaming company in the world so far, and actually, actually, it got acquired by a company Amazon in 2014. So what happened is in the 6th of October 2021, uh, there is a severe data leakage. So there are a lot of custom intonations are actually being leaked online, uh, which is accessible by a lot of people on the internet. So, um, which regard as a very um, critical issues, and um, it it brings a alarm to everyone um, that this like using uh, this platform that actually um, is this company really secure um, and help the customer to protect um, their privacy. So basically, the kind of data that were leaked uh, were more about, uh, for example, the streamers' revenues. That were the most uh, important thing because uh, the revenue of uh, people on the internet are a bit taboo at this moment. So I don't know in your countries. Uh, so a lot of people were shocked by the amount of the, all the streamers. So it was a, a big thing. Uh, a lot of people were worried about, for example, the password of the of the consumers or even the credit card because they were payments, as you said. Um, but yeah, it's a, a big issue, as you said, because a Twitch is, uh, has been bought by Amazon. Mm -hmm. So a lot of, of codes and a lot of, of uh, privacy has been bought by Amazon. So it means that Amazon is linked to the leakage. We can be a lot of more worried about that. Do you guys use Twitch before? used twitch before or i i, I haven't <laughs> used it yet <laughs> so can, you, <laughs> Amber, can you briefly um like share your experience in using twitch and are you are you using that platform as a creator or are you just no, just like watcher just a watcher what, what which one that you're you were watching the game which one game uh, i i don't know i was just watching like the french streamer like i don't i don't have a precise uh, streamer or precise game I just come and go in calling of my mood. I see. Yeah, <laughs> mood is important, I think, for, for watch, right? I see. Yeah, and so uh, another important aspect of it is that, uh, as you mentioned, so basically uh, some of the revenues of the streamers were, were shared, and that raises the, the problem of um, basically privacy and uh, trust, obviously. Uh, because it's really important to have trust in the platform you work with. And now st some streamers might not care at all about the fact that their revenues were public, but some others might really care about it and not trust the platform anymore and not use it. So an idea to, to be raised could be also to discuss the privacy with the streamers and what is important to them, because the platform is built on the streamers and on the users. I want to interview Amber because she is the user. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> no, but I, I think, I okay, think okay. it's for everyone as well. Are you guys, um, uh, if, if your data really um, are being leaked by the company, like 
if you're a Twitch user and your information, credit card information is being leaked, um, do, do you guys really like has a very strong feeling or you're really mad at so, this? So um, just to confirm for everyone, um, I was very worried about you know my password and my credit card because I use for some streamers a bit <laughs> so i was very worried for my credit card for example and a lot of people were but actually twitch uh, is supplying all that payment and credit card um codes etc so everything all databases are very are safe are still safe but if the credit card will leak i think twitch will be completely done the, the really definitely I think a lot of company uh, like Visa card, uh, Mastercard, they will. If if you have any issues, you can cut the card immediately, so that um, you, you won't you won't lose any money from. Yeah, the you won't you won't lose any money, but the trust, as Triton said, would be okay. completely done. Okay. Yeah, and I, I think because is Twitch is linked with Amazon, Amazon would also have some. Damage. So and maybe as well, since even if you don't lose money as a customer, um, so Emma said you lose trust in the company, but you also have new things to do that you did not have to do before, like yeah, yeah it your credit card and ask your bank to give you another credit card. If the company hadn't failed in like securing the platform, this wouldn't have happened. Mm. Yeah, it takes so time. it's some work for the customer, which he does not have to do usually so that can be also a problem i think personally if my information is being leaked by twitch i would be very mad i don't think it is because of uh my credit card information is being leaked and i might lose money i think when it comes to like having risk or losing money there are many ways to do it uh one example i can give out is um because i was uh, working in the fintech industry so data is really important because when when those kind of people that stole your information they might be able to call you or tax you if that person can like review some of the very personal information from me i would trust that person i might trust that person really from the buying and uh, he or she might might ask me to perform some kind of suspicious transaction, but uh, because she or uh, he or she can like review those kind of information, I trust them. So um, so yeah, this is a very critical thing. Yeah. I I do agree about trust. If uh, a data company really don't care, like taking care of this in a very good manner, then. Yeah. Uh, there are many problems. Very last thing, very quickly. Um, so the code of Twitch has been leaked as well. And so some people that were looking for it or looking for other observation have seen that uh, the future strategy of Twitch. So for example, they have discovered that Twitch was planning to do a game platform such as Steam. Maybe you know Steam, that's a mm. very great platform where you can buy a lot of different games and you can yeah, yeah, play yeah. directly with them. So that's a big strategy reveal, right? Because they're going to, uh, they, they wanted to become a direct, a direct competitor to Steam, maybe stealing their game, stealing their contract, I don't know. So what do you think about that, like strategically? strategically? I totally agree with what Roy say, actually. Like what I'm worried about is like they get my uh, 
like uh, for you say you are saying that uh, the contract and the things that always speak so and right mm -hmm. so um, to be honest I feel like if I'm just as a personal um, they can like see what you agree with or even still like uh, your signature or something like that it's more like company to company as a company games, games to platform uh, okay uh, well they can see like uh, what your strategy is like and they can literally like see what's your target uh, customer mm. and then they can like literally like uh, see what they are uh, not concerned of and then like just steal your customer and then you can like have a big damage of your revenue actually. But I think in terms of the business perspective the impact would be low because okay. frankly I think ideas achieve. Um, many ideas are actually um, they might be converging meaning even I don't know what Twitch is really doing but from, from my understanding about the market, I sort of understand what is my next step and what is the next step of Twitch. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I think it's that that like my, my confidential information is being leaked, but um, yeah. You're, I, yeah, yeah. You're much I, don't think, I don't think there are many things that the competitors can leverage those kind of information. Okay. Even for Steam? Like knowing that the competitors, a big competitor is coming, do you think Steam is threatened by that? Yeah, I'd say Steam would be pretty frightened because I don't know for you, if I'm like planning on buying a new game, usually I'd like look, look at playthroughs to see if I'd like the gameplay and mm. like the things. So if you have it all in like one platform, you know, it yeah. makes it so much more convenient. Mm. Yeah. So even if someone's not really um, interested in a particular game, like I think the risk of like consumers completely shifting from Steam to Twitch would be really high. Are there sorry? Yeah, sorry are there no? I'm just wanting to understand. Are there any hardcore gamers here? No. No. Wow, such a nerdy, nerdy group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. We can relate it to like Amazon's strategy because obviously at first Amazon was just a bookseller and now they became like a whole um, ecosystem and so that would kind of be the thing with uh, with well Steam and Twitch if Twitch also started to sell games just like Steam then you have everything in one ecosystem and that would basically kind of relate to yeah. Amazon's strategy and that would be scary to competitors. Don't you know that Amazon is already selling games? Yeah, they are. There is like Prime Gaming, yeah. so you can link your Twitch to the Prime Gaming, so they're already selling games. So you, it would be a big, big, big platform if Twitch was at contract. Yeah. yeah. I track a bit. Do you guys um, see um, the new gaming platform from Netflix? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, if you go, you you go on Netflix, they you can start playing games over there. Right oh, now, really? I think it is only on Android, right? It's no, even on iOS. I think, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think uh, in two thousand twenty-two, like gaming platform would be would be very hit. Yeah. A lot of players then trying to, like, play a part. Perfect. Since you mentioned Netflix, <laughs> let's get to our next topic. Um, Great transition. Yeah, Thank you. perfect. Right. Um, so basically, um, another news article uh, that we we thought was interesting uh, was the development by Netflix of a horror movie using uh, different many other uh, movies that they fed into an algorithm. 
Uh, and so I'm gonna let you talk about it a bit. Yeah, um, I feel like the AI would feel like, I think, 400,000 um, hours of horror movie. So then it had to like write its own based on what it had uh, seen. And like the result is like you can watch it on the Netflix uh, YouTube channel. It's like four minutes if you have four minutes to waste. <laughs> uh, because it's like it has all the um, typical elements of the horror movies. So like there's like a, a bad guy that wears a mask. There's like the victim who's like a blonde girl. There's a detective. But, and it happens like in the night in an empty warehouse. But there's also like walls coming from the ceiling. And yeah. like, despite all the elements of uh, horror movies being present, like, there's one thing that is missing, and it's the fear. Yeah. Like, it's not like <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. And so, in the end, it's like funny and it does not make a uh, uh, yeah, so to talk a, a bit more about the video itself, instead of talking about the AI and the machine learning, we'll talk about that later on. To talk about the, the video, you, you should definitely watch it because the fear is completely not here at all. We were laughing so hard when we watched it with um, you in just before. Uh, it's totally, what the fuck? Like, um, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was so confused when the moment they're, they're saying this news is about the horror movie. Yeah. So before we really get started, um, um, uh, they spent some time to, to watch the video and they keep laughing. I was thinking like, do <laughs> you guys want to talk about horror movie or not? So, uh, yeah. So uh, I, uh, is there an explanation why the fear is not present at all? It was uh, was uh, yeah totally uh, okay with with the fear. Did they not understand it? What happens? I think it just like recognized like the patterns in every movie and just like took them all and tried to put them like in one movie all together. Yeah, yeah, like all together. But it lacks the second degree and like the humor that you can find in those movies. Like it doesn't understand that. It just like take the elements and put them together, but there's no like link between them all. Like it lacks creativity, basically. Like it's the logic. ever going <laughs> uh, debate, but yeah, logic is missing. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. agree. With I feel like there is actually no context. Like you just enter into your horror movie and they're like doing something like, oh, I'm going to kill your colleague. And you don't even have like really like intimacy between you and your colleagues so they definitely like probably because like the ai doesn't really understand like what's the relationship between humans so they can't really uh create a fear that you can actually relate it to it so that's why you're like okay that's not even related <laughs> yeah so it's like very random <laughs> so the feelings are totally missing right yeah the feelings is the part that the ai didn't understand yeah, it kind of felt like uh, the AI just like scanned through a bunch of scripts and got the most uh, common ones. words. Yeah. yeah, and then they just fit it like with what makes grammatical sense uh, yeah. <laughs> without really like 
Yeah, actually. And I also think, like, in a horror movie, I feel like one of the elements that makes me feel, like, more, like, very frightened is that the music, like, the music, the background music always scare out of my ass. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. What are the background music, actually? Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 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 no, no music in the, yeah, there, in there the there little video. Any music, there wasn't any music. Yeah, I think, like, the background music, like, a creepy music one of the most essential um, things that yeah you can try to like mute like other horror movie and see if you're frightened by that so you can see like if um, the music is an important factor for you but for me it is yeah what about the drawings did you like it did you feel it uh, it was threatening for you are you were you afraid about the, the drawings the images very funny. It was funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> because was the funny. line was like, they don't have laughter, and they're basically not. Like, she's supposed to be shouting, but she's like, oh, stop, I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the emotion wasn't there. Yeah, there's like no emotions. Like, Did the AI draw it, or was it that the human part of, a, of the project? I think it was just asked to like write the script. Okay. And then um, they did it like in 3D. They just like animated the, the script. Yeah, so I, I think that was also the plan for Netflix. Like once they got the script and they knew that they could ma could not make a horror movie with <laughs> with that, they went with it and they just like tried to do something that was even like... Even Fionnio. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, so I, I think that was what went behind the drawings, yeah. Do you think this experiment is successful? So successful, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> I think I think they can change their um, direction a little bit, like um, create using AI to create comedy, then mm -hmm. I think they would be yeah. hugely successful. Totally. But frankly, I'm very amused by the experiment that Netflix has been doing all the time. Mm -hmm. I think they already make a lot of impacts um, in the in in how people consume like TV episode and movie. Uh, although I know there are many directors in Hollywood they, it, which hate them, like Christopher <laughs> Nolan, they want all the movies actually on cinema instead of on Netflix. Yeah. But um, but but you see how 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 people um uh, like love Netflix and yeah. um, very attached with Netflix now. Mm -hmm. But um. I, I can see that it's not only about how how they they redefine the way to watching the movie, but yeah. also in the future. Um, I, I'm not sure whether you guys have tried the Black Mirror special yeah. version. Mm. Yeah, is yeah. the interactive one that yeah. you can make decision to create that your own plot. Yes. <laughs> I, I think they're trying to do a lot of like content heavy, mm -hmm. um, entertainment experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it links with the game as well. You know, they want a yeah. relationship with a with the patient, with the watcher. So they're creating some uh, games, some mm. jokes with the eye. So yeah. yeah, it's a really good move because they're trying to like combining uh, story content and also game all together. Yeah, so very excited. I'm yeah. very looking forward to see the whole new series, how AI create those <laughs> horror <laughs> movies. Yeah. Do you think they will, they will do another one? 
I think they they did like actually do it with like um, other genres of of movies, but it's <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> it, yeah, but I don't, I'm not sure like the angle is to actually like produce uh, the movie that's written. Like it's more like experimental things, I yeah. guess. Like they're just trying out and <laughs> see what it what happens. Would you think it would be successful in some years? Like if they get, for example, the feelings, the emotions part, do you think it, it can work? I think it surely will like it be improved, but like if it's gonna work as like as good as like a real human do, I'm not really sure about that. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know how like AI could like learn uh, emotions. Like if it would be possible, like maybe it would improve um, the movies, but. I'm not sure like how it can be done. Would you watch a movie if it was done by the IA? More than a critic or more people? If you have if there are a lot of good critics. Yeah, definitely. I already love this four minutes. One. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, I'm the biggest fan we of can it. See I that. can talk about it on and on and on. <laughs> you watch it as well? Yeah, probably. Uh, at least for the first one, it would be like an experience, at least to know what they they can do. And then we'll see if there are others that are made, and then we'll consider it or not. But yeah. But how feasible do you think that is? Like um, in, the, in the short run, maybe not really feasible, but in the longest run, probably a bit more. And maybe like if a movie like the one that was produced by Netflix, if there was a director behind it, like that could maybe tweak a bit the script and change some things and had the emotions in, in there, then it could use the basis of, well, the AI as a basis, but then build on it. And that would be maybe in the medium term, a good solution maybe. Actually, they are already doing that. But also, if like the AI was like reading um, the script, like I wonder if it would be like an actual new movie, or like as it just like <clears throat> recognizes like patterns in movies, it would just be like a remix of like others. Like, would there not be some creative and, and novelty uh, yeah, stuff yeah. missing? I don't know. Just it will be become just a copy of what is already yeah, right. Yeah. From a marketing perspective, I would say they do this for like a huge success because I'll definitely like forward it to all of my friends. <laughs> all right, perfect. Well, if you do, you under had anything on the topics we tackled, or it was very fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. Well, perfect. That's uh, how we're going to close our first podcast um, and see you in the next one. Thank you for the one who stayed till the end. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our first podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd be happy to have your feedback, so don't hesitate to follow the Big Dot Club on social networks. That way you also won't miss our next podcasts and the amazing events organized by the whole team.